0: Right, we've got a few more things to look at this week as we get ahead of week 15. We're gonna look at, I might correct me if I'm wrong, Jason. Coaches in trouble? You reckon i like, you know, coaches at the moment that could be in trouble ahead of the next four weeks. Now, I don't even have the schedule in front of me, right? But I know they play the Broncos. And I'm gonna go in first in case you get ahead of me here. A team that plays the Raiders, the Bills, the Broncos and the Chiefs over the last four weeks is a team that's 5-8, and eight, a team that's lost a starting quarterback and a team that everybody thought was going to go far, not just this season, but last season, and that's the LA Chargers. I think, I, I think Staley's done. I, I think there's no way, there's no situation in which Steely can now save his job. I'm sorry. Am I, am I wrong?
1: Yeah, I, I agree with you. The topic is... Um... Coaches who are basically fighting for their job down the stretch. So it becomes a bit redundant if you're saying he's already gone. But we'll leave you go with it anyway. So you think there's no chance? He, if he goes 4-0 last four games with a backup quarterback, is he still gone?
0: Say that again, my thing, my, my, my thing froze. Unfortunately, for people so, in the podcast. So
1: you're saying Staley, even if it's a 4-0 and finish... You can't do anything at this point.
0: No, I I don't. I don't because you know, just does does him getting the nine wins get, get them into the playoffs in a in a deep, deep AFC? I don't know. I don't know. Because you, you're looking at the moment at the conference and you've got teams on six, seven wins. I don't see well, first off, I don't see the Chargers beating the Chiefs. I don't see the Chargers beating the Broncos again. And the Chargers are gonna have to play the Bills as well uh on Christmas Eve. Look. Maybe there is a situation where they went four games. I just don't see it happening, Jason. I don't see it happening. So, I think he's done. I think he should have been done two years ago. I think he should have been done last year. A lot of fans were calling for his head last year. And I like the guy. The charge has been very, very good to us. But I think it's time to bring Bill Balichick in. And I think it's time to 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 wise up. You know? It's time he's for Bill. No,
1: um, he's got no Justin Herbert down the stretch as well. Which... Isn't ideal. hasn't,
0: but for but for Herbert, that could be the best thing ever for him. You know, because that gives him. Yes, NFL players have got a long offseason. Herbert gets a bit of an extended rest now. The team wasn't going to go anywhere, and for a young guy, that is still learning in this league, has been he's took a lot of hits this year, especially. He gets a bit of a rest now to come back for next year, and if it is Bill Belichick, if it's a new head coach. It's a new dawn for Herbert in this season, in next season, and you just know already that the storylines coming in the next season will be of that. It'll be Aaron Rodgers coming back. It'll be Can Justin Herbert and and the Chargers take the next step because this is the most disappointing thing. The Chargers haven't got that bad of a team, and that's that's what annoys me more than anything. Who um who have you got coming in trouble?
1: Yeah, just on that quickly as well. Um... You know, if, if Brandon Staley is gone and I agree that I, I don't think he can do much at this point to change that uh, I think they should have made a, an in-season change they've got Kellen Moore as the offensive coordinator or whatever way they want to go but I don't see the harm in, in getting rid of Staley mid-season and giving someone else a shot just to give you an almost a early interview situation hands-on practical interview uh, to see if you have a guy on your staff or if they're going to have to completely overhaul it um, but it, the guy I'm looking at is a guy I thought was as good as gone. Um, maybe five six weeks into the season, the Chicago Bears head coach Matt Eberflus. But credit to him, um, after a whirlwind season, um, one that's been marred in scandals and all sorts with assistant coaches leaving. They've kept at it. They've plugged away. and After a oh and four the 0-4 start, the the Bears have gone five and four in their last nine games. And um, the players seem to like him. A lot of them speak highly of him in, in interviews and they play hard for him, particularly on defense, which has been much improved. You know, Ibrafus is a defensive guy, and ultimately, if he's not bringing a, a strong defensive unit to the team, uh, why is he there? So they have got, they have improved in that regard, which is, which is definitely a positive. Um, They do, I do think, it, you know, some people after the, the last few wins, they've, one two in a row now actually back to back. Um, I don't think his job is quite done in terms of sticking around next year. I think he still needs to prove a point in these last four weeks. Two and two finish minimum I think is what he'll be aiming for. Um, You know, five wins now. If you can get to seven wins it's okay. It's a mediocre year. They were the worst team in the league last year after all. But... There were very high expectations on the Bears going into the year and you can't lose sight of the fact just because he has had a few good weeks in a row now that this season is uh, still feels like a bit of an underachievement for the Bears. You know, Justin Fields has been up and down mainly down um, but a bit bit, bit better of late. Uh, So I think the whole season as a whole right now is a disappointment. I think he can do enough to stick around and get another year personally which with all that's gone on around the team this year Um, and they will have two very high draft picks next year—a chance to reset. I think the might the right move might be to to move on and just have a fresh start. Um, but I know people think complete opposite on that and think he's done enough to stick around. Definitely an interesting one to to keep an eye on, though. Um, we'll see what he can do down the last four games.
0: Yeah, that's a whole discussion for another podcast. Uh, One team that we haven't even really talked about is the Ravens. Uh, We're gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a chat with. Owen Murphy, this week, coming out later this week, big Ravens fan, half-decent goalkeeper as well, so watch out for that coming up this week on the Pro Football Ireland Podcast Network. On that, before we get our headache, let's talk about a hell of a game, might give you a headache on Sunday night, nine nine 9.25, Mr. Jay Hayes, is I'm going to call you now, the Bills, hosting the Cowboys, Bills 7-6, and 6, Cowboys 10-3, Cowboys are rolling. You look at how they played against Philly, when a lot of people thought they might fold, Philly might run run through them, didn't happen they were excellent against Philadelphia albeit the second half wasn't as good a performance on the offensive side of the ball as you would have expected defensively they got the job done the big thing for me is the key to this game is Josh Allen what Josh Allen did we see do we see the Josh Allen that we've seen in Kansas City do we see the guy in the press conference after do we see that confidence or do we see a Buffalo team that go out against Dallas struggle against the defense and start crawling in on themselves that is the key to this game. I still think the Cowboys win this game. I'd be intrigued to hear what you think, Jason. On paper, this is one hell of a game, boy. What a game at 9 o'clock for us on Sunday night.
1: Yeah, this nine this 9.25 slate has been delivering lately. I, f- I feel like the best games almost every week are, are coming in that spot. Um, but I think the Cowboys, look, we talked with them a few weeks ago and they're one of those teams, along with the Dolphins, where we were questioning, have they proven that they can you know, go out and beat one of the league's best rather than just uh, beat up on small teams. And they absolutely did that against the Eagles. Great performance. um, Defensively, as you say, with Dak Prescott these last few weeks has just been playing, you know, like an MVP. And he's well in the running for that. Protecting the ball, deep plays, you know, a combination of everything, really, in terms of what you want from a, a quarterback. Their worst performances this season have come away as the away team. Um, and this game is up in Orchard Park, in Buffalo. I think that's going to be a massive factor, to be honest. Um, you know, both teams are on form. They're both uh, had some great performances these last few weeks. I think there's almost a difference in mentality going into this game now. The Bills are playing with their lives on the line. They need. They can't slip up. They're trying to win every game. Um, and they've, you know, it's reflected in Josh Allen's performance. Who's playing hero ball, like he likes to do, but it works. Um, Joe Brady, their offensive coordinator has given given him a bit of a free reign in that regard too, you know, he's running around and using his legs more, taking a few hits which you don't like as your franchise quarterback but uh, this stage of the season, with the season going the way it's gone, they have to Um, uh, but, you know overall, just look at it, who I think is going to win, logically um, both teams on paper and what they've done so far this season I should pick the Cowboys but this is December football when it matters most. Bills are at home at a very atmospheric um, stadium. I'm not sure has the cold weather hit yet. I know Cotter Mangan was talking about it hasn't hit Toronto. Um, So we'll, we'll see if that can factor in as well. You know, D- Dallas have been worse as an away team.
0: Seven degrees be... Celsius. It'll be grand.
1: Okay, still grand for now. That's a shame. But the atmosphere is enough to drive it. Buffalo are playing like their season's on the line. Dallas are coming off a big win. We could see a slight hangover there, maybe. Or you know, it's tough to keep the momentum going for as long as they have these last few weeks. I can just see it being a slip up for the Cowboys and the Bills managing to to find a way to um get this W, and you know it'll be massive in terms of their playoff chances.
0: Oh, I really want to say they're going to win it now. It's hard. I will uh, hold off my uh, hold up my prediction for now. There is a, this is the thing. There's such a big game on Sunday night Football as well. Jags Ravens, oof, and then Seahawks Eagles Monday night. Everybody giving Drew Locks stick last week, and by God, for three quarters, he shot he a few boys up on social media. Right, let's end it as we started. Headache. Who wants to go first? There only is two of us. Do you want to go first? I'll
1: go first. I'm going to mention that Ravens jaguars game actually um with the defensive tackle for the Ravens Justin Madabike, Um he's had a massive season. You know, he's near the top for all defensive line stats whether it's sacks, pressure rates. Um and the Ravens as a whole lead the league with sacks. Um I think Madabike has 11, 11 and a half if I'm not wrong it is really a group effort but spearheaded through the middle with him Trevor Lawrence is dealing with that ankle issue. He had a very rough game against Cleveland, three interceptions and a few sacks to go with it. Might be struggling slightly with with mobility. Um so I think the the whole pressure from that Ravens defensive front against an immobile Trevor Lawrence um is definitely cause for a headache this
0: this week. I I am I'm I'm already not considering saying this. My headache this week is going to be a guy called Ezekiel Elliott um, against the Kansas City Chiefs in New England. Now, why am I saying that? Because last week nobody gave the Patriots a rat's a rat's chance in hell going into Pittsburgh against that defense, and he still has seventy two yards in the touchdown. And the Steelers' defense is a great defense. The Chiefs are not confident. We've seen it. We've seen Mahomes come in, not get certain plays off to a receiving core that he clearly is not happy with. They're going to be fired up, but certainly if the Patriots can get on them, you never know what could happen on the day. Now, I am not going to sit here and say that the Chiefs lose the game, but I do feel that against the run defense for the Chiefs, Ezekiel Aria can get at least 50, 60, 70 yards. And for a fantasy championship, potentially a playoff, if you're like me in a bye week, Thanks to everybody in that league Whoever said that league up. Ridiculous. I feel that Elliot could have a good day. I'm sorry. I feel that Elliot could have a good day. Is it possible for the Patriots to go and win the game? Unlikely. But you never know. So I'm going to take it. I'm going to leave it there. I'm going to plant the seed and uh, we'll see. You like it?
1: Stranger things have happened. I didn't think we'd be hearing his name on this segment this year. But there you have it. We'll see. Does it work? I like how you didn't commit to the the call that they'd win, but you said just enough so that you can take some. Well, I, I, th- I think after win.
0: last week, Jason, after last week, oh, on, put your neck you on the line. I'm gonna have to put my neck on the line <laughs> already. I'm thinking I'm gonna pick the Jags against the Ravens. I, I am. I am gonna pick the Jags. I think wow. game is in Jacksonville. Um, I think you get it done Sunday night, baby. I, I think this is the week where things start to turn. I think this is the week where people start to go, oh, okay. It's nice. Hopefully, next week we can talk about turning heads with Mark Hogan as well. But Jason, it's it's been a good one. Have you have you any final words to say to anybody? Uh, any news for us or no?
1: No news. No news. Enjoyed it. A...
0: You're coming to Jeff next month.
1: Yes, I will be. I will be in Cork, and I'll make my my way up to Limerick as well. So i forward to that.
0: I'll speak to your agent to see if I can book again for that there and see see the crack. Um, Jeff is in Cork on. Saturday the 27th of January it's completely sold out unfortunately folks and then we are looking at already a different event in Cork so I haven't even told this guy here yet about it so we'll we'll, we'll let you know more about that soon and then Jeff is in Limerick for the AFC Championship it starts early five o'clock six o'clock show AFC Championship at eight o'clock that's gonna be a banger of a night I'm leaving at halftime because I have to get up the road so it's crap but it's all good Jason love talking football you all the time man looking forward to Vegas thank you so much for your help at Jason Hayes NFL for Pro Football Ireland lads enjoy week 15 before you know it it'll be Christmas of up.